In this episode of The Godwood Girl Live Your Purpose as a Christian Entrepreneur Bible Study, we are diving into Acts chapter 14. Let's get started with the word of prayer. Father God in heaven, thank you so much, Lord, for the opportunity to be able to dive into your scriptures and hear what you have to say. Father God, we just, we adore you. I love you. I humbly just lay down before you, Father God, and just ask you to fill up this entire atmosphere with your Holy Spirit, Lord Jesus. We want to spend our time with you in your presence, worshiping you, Lord, pleasing you, Father God, learning what you want us to do and actually applying it into our lives, Father God. So I pray you help us be able to see what you want us to see and hear what you want us to hear. Absolutely adore you. I love you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. All right, my sisters, today we're diving into Acts chapter 14. And this passage of scripture is such a testament of trying and failing and trying again and failing and trying again and failing and trying again. Paul and Barnabas, if you remember in Acts chapter 13, they were making great headway in this entire city. They, they preached the gospel of Christ to almost the entire city until some of the leaders got jealous that people liked them so much. And so they sent them out, sent them away. And now Paul and Barnabas are going to another city to do the same thing. And it's just a testament of how when God calls you to do something and you're in your God-given purpose, don't give up just because it didn't go the way you planned, right? And that's what we're going to learn. So we're reading from the easy reading version, starting with verse 1. Paul and Barnabas went to the city of, of Iconium. As they did in Antioch, they entered the Jewish synagogue. They spoke to the people there. They spoke so well that many Jews and Greeks believed what they said. But some of the Jews did not believe. They said things that caused the Jewish people to be angry and turn against the believers. So Paul and Barnabas stayed in Ichium a long time, and they spoke bravely for the Lord. They told the people about God's grace. The Lord proved that what they said was true by causing miraculous signs and wonders to be done through them. But some of the people in the city agreed with the Jews who did not believe Paul and Barnabas. Other follows, others followed the apostles. So the city was divided. Some of the Jews were there, as well as their leaders, and some of the non-Jewish people. Oh, some of the Jews there, as well as their leaders, and some of the non-Jewish people were determined to hurt Paul and Barnabas. They wanted to stone them to death. When Paul and Barnabas learned about this, they left the city. They went to Lystra and Derbe, cities in Lycania, and to the surrounding areas. They told the good news there too. So just in those first seven verses, you can see how Paul and Barnabas had the no-quit spirit, right? They didn't have quit in them. They went into this synagogue, started to see, gain some traction, seen, see some headway. Believers started to believe what they were saying and, and started turning their lives to Christ. And then the haters came in, right? <laughs> Verse 2, some of the Jews did not believe. They said things that caused the non-Jewish people to be angry and turn against them. So that's one success and then a failure. 
And I don't know if you've ever felt that in your business where you feel like, okay, I'm, I'm getting some momentum, I'm seeing some results, things are starting to happen for me, and then the bottom falls out. Failure, defeat, everything is in pieces, right? And we have a choice to make in that moment. We have a choice to say, ooh, this was a bad choice, this was a bad decision, let me not do that again. <laughs> or we have the choice to say, God told me to do this, God anointed me and purposed me to do this, and I need to get up and try again. And that's what Barnabas and Paul did. In verse three, it says they actually stayed in that city a long time, even though other people were turning um, others against them. They were so obedient to the Lord that the Lord let them be able to do even more than they thought they could do. They started performing miracles. They started doing these miraculous signs in the name of the Lord. And that just shows us as Christian entrepreneurs, if we don't quit, if we don't give up, if we don't give in and let that defeat destroy us and make us lay down, we have the opportunity to not only come back and do better, but do more than we even imagined we could do. When I tell you with God that would grow, the Lord has been so amazing in this season of just fear and anxiety and panic we're in a pandemic and it's not just here in the states the entire world is in a pandemic and it'd be so easy as an online entrepreneur to say eh this is just there's too much unknown there's too many things going on i'm just gonna give up i'm not gonna do this anymore i'm gonna go back to my nine to five job right it's so easy to just take the easy way out and even when you do a promotion or something like that, especially during such uncertain times and it doesn't go well, it makes you question, maybe this isn't the right season for this. <laughs> maybe this isn't the right time for me to have started this, right? But the Lord has been so faithful, all glory to Jesus, and he's been blessing God the Wood Girl. I'll put out promotions here at God the Wood Girl thinking, eh, we're in a pandemic. The economy's not doing so well. This is probably not gonna do that well. All glory to Jesus, the Lord allows me to hit my sales goals over and over again. And every single time it comes down to like the last five minutes, right, of the sale. <laughs> every single time I'm like, okay, so this didn't do as well as I thought it was going to do, but let me send that last email and the Lord will send customers to purchase. And he does it over and over again. And I truly believe it's because I, I'm saying to the Lord, okay, this is what you asked me to do. Yes, it's a scary time, but I'm not going to quit. I gotta take the quit out of me. Those of you girls who watch my vlogs on YouTube, you guys hear me say all the time, I'm tired and I don't wanna do this. <laughs> but I know the secret to being obedient to the Lord is do not quit, period. <laughs> you can fail, failure is okay, messing up is okay, mistakes are okay, Failure or, or quitting is not okay because quitting is a choice. And Paul and Barnabas did not quit. They stayed in Ichium, and even when Ichium turned bad and people wanted to stone them, another failure, what did Paul and Barnabas do? They left and they tried again. They went to other cities, still telling the good news. So keep going and keep fighting. God's gonna elevate you to another level because you continue to trust him and allow him to use you in your God-given purpose. Verse eight says in Lystria, there was a man who had something wrong with his feet. He had been born crippled and had never walked. He was, he was sitting and listening to Paul speak. 
Paul looked straight at him and saw that the man believed God could heal him. I feel like I feel like in that verse, that's like the Holy Spirit in Paul recognizing the Holy Spirit in that man. You know, sometimes when you meet somebody and you kind of just feel like this is my sister in Christ, this is my brother in Christ. I truly believe the Holy Spirit allows us to recognize each other. It's such a beautiful moment. Verse 10. So Paul shouted, stand up on your feet. The man jumped up and began walking around. When the people saw what Paul did, they shouted in their own Lyconian language. They said, the gods have come down to us in the form of humans. The people began to call Barnabas Zeus, and they called Paul Hermes because he was the main speaker. The temple of Zeus was near the city. The priests of this temple brought some bowls and flowers to the city gates. The priests and the people wanted to offer a sacrifice to Paul and Barnabas. Holy cow. <laughs> so... When you think about, you know, the Greek Greek mythology, the gods Zeus, Hermes, uh, Aphrodite, all those guys, these people thought Paul and Barnabas were part of that batch. They thought they were part of that crew. They're like, y'all are gods. <laughs> y'all are healing people. And we're going to read that obviously Paul and Barnabas quickly correct them. Um, but this, I want to warn you that when you're a Christian entrepreneur and you start building your business and creating a tribe um, and serving your audience, some people are going to look to you as a, I don't even want to say as a God, but kind of like as an idol. Like they want to do everything as you say it and how you instruct it. Um, and it's, it's kind of unhealthy. So you as the entrepreneur, when you see that happening with people, because you'll, you'll be able to tell. People will say in emails to you like, oh, I'm only doing what you said and I'm not doing anything else and this and that. You know, I'll just send an email back kind of having to correct it and say, listen, it's the Holy Spirit who needs to be guiding you through this process, not me. I'm a human being. I'm fallible. I make mistakes. You can't be going by what I say. You have to be going by what the Lord says to you in his word. And if that starts to happen to you in your business, just correct it right away. Don't let it continue building, building, building. We all know <laughs> pillars of the church who allowed that kind of idolization continue to build until they started, they started believing it themselves. And we've all heard these stories of these pastors who had these huge falls from grace because they stopped letting God sit on the throne and they took the seat on the throne themselves. And when people try to put you there, you know, you could easily say, okay, yeah, cool. I'll sit there. But I'm telling you, it never works out well. <laughs> Make sure you correct it immediately and let people know it is God on the throne. It is his word that needs to be followed, period, point blank. No questions asked. We are just fallible human beings that God happens to be using in this moment. But at the end of the day, it has to be his word that dictates what we do with our lives. So listen to what Paul and Barnabas do. Verse 14. But when the apostles, Barnabas and Paul, understood what the people were doing, they tore their own clothes. Then they ran in among the people and shouted to them, men, why are you doing this? We are not gods. We are human just like you. We came to tell you the good news. We're telling you to turn away from these worthless, useless things. Turn to the true living God, the one who made the sky, the earth, the sea, and everything that's in them. But in the past, sorry, verse 16, in the past, God let all the nations do what they wanted. But God was always there doing the good things that prove he is real. 
He gives you rain from heaven and good harvests at the right times. He gives you plenty of food and fills your hearts with joy. Even after saying all this, Paul and Barnabas still could hardly stop the people from offering sacrifices to them. Then some Jews came from Antioch and Ichium and persuaded the people to turn against Paul. Another failure. So they threw stones at him and dragged him out of the town. They thought they had killed him. Verse 20. But when the followers of Jesus gathered around him, he got up and went back into the town. The next day, he and Barnabas left and went to the city of Derby. There's so much in that scripture, right? There is so much in that scripture. So Paul and Barnabas try to stop them, right? They're like, no, we are men. Stop this. <laughs> we are here to tell you about the one true God. And then people come, the same, probably the same people in the other cities, probably follow them around, the little haters they are, stir up the people against them. And now even worse than Paul and Barnabas just being criticized and yelled at, now they actually pick up stones, drag Paul out of the city and stone him. And if you remember just a few chapters ago, Paul was there sh sanctioning the people stoning Stephen, the first martyr for Christ. So if this is not a full circle moment for Paul, I don't know what else would be. He's literally now the one being stoned outside the city. And just a few chapters ago, he was condoning somebody else being stoned. But you see how God works? Look what happens. Stephen didn't get up. Stephen passed away in that stoning. But here in verse 20, the followers of Jesus, Paul's brothers and sisters, other believers in the Lord, they come over to where he is laying on this ground looking dead. They stand around him. It doesn't say that they prayed, but I truly believe they prayed. And Paul gets back up. Paul gets back up. My favorite, my favorite uh, symbol from that verse is that when we fail and we fail bad and we fail hard and we feel like the bottom has been ripped out from under us and there's no place out, our believers, our sisters and brothers in Christ, our fellow believers are the ones who can encourage us and help us to get back up. I've told you guys my story of how I failed at my first business. I almost had to declare bankruptcy. And it led me to these two years of anxiety and depression of where I completely turned my back on what God purposed me to do. Completely turned my back on who God purposed me to be. And it was my husband who, who helped me to get out of that. It was my husband who encouraged me to get back into scripture, to get back into church. And that's what led me to go to Pastor Josh's um, youth group that night. And he, did, he played that video by Dr. E.T. Thomas that just inspired me and woke me back up. I praise God for having a husband who could quote unquote gather around me and help me get back up. And for you, that could be your spouse, that could be somebody you're in a relationship with, that could be your virtual church friends, that could be your sisters, whoever it is that God has appointed in your life to encourage you on a biblical level. It is so important to maintain those relationships because they will help you get back up when you feel like you have fallen down and you have no place to go. This journey, this purpose path of Christian entrepreneurship is not your burden to carry alone, sister in Christ. I want you to know this is not your burden to carry alone. No, you don't have to hide this from everybody. No, you don't have to keep it quiet and keep it secret. I never understand why people say that. Oh, keep it secret. Let them see it after you're done. You know how lonely that is? <laughs> you know how hard it is to keep going when you're the only person who knows that you're in this hustle and then it goes wrong and you have nobody to encourage you? That is so lonely. 
again, like we've talked about in previous episodes, don't just let anybody into your circle, but pray for the Lord to reveal to you who he wants to speak into your life, to encourage you, to intercede for you, to pray for you. Um, I was telling you girls what my sister-in-law, Susu, she's been an incredible encouragement. Her husband, Pastor Josh, has been an incredible encouragement. Uh, My husband's mom has been an incredible encouragement. So make sure you are praying and asking God to reveal to you who are those people are who can pour into you and let them pour into you. Let them help you be able to get back up and keep going with what God asked you to do. Verse 21. They also told the good news in the city of Derby, and many people became followers of Jesus. Then Paul and Barnabas returned to the cities of Lystra, Iconium, and Antioch. Did you hear that? Paul got killed, guys. <laughs> they stoned this man so bad that they thought he was dead. He didn't get up until the disciples came and gathered around him. And again, I truly pray that I, I truly believe that they prayed over him and got him back up. He did not let that face him. He went back to the same cities to continue sharing the gospel of Christ. They keep getting back up. Do not let the words quit be inside you. If something goes wrong, if something fails, if you made a mistake, get back up and try again. Listen to this. Verse 22. In those cities, they help the followers grow stronger in their faith and encourage them to continue trusting God. They told them, we must suffer many things on our way into God's kingdom. They also chose elders for each church and stopped eating for a period of time to pray for them. These elders were men who had put their trust in the Lord Jesus. So Paul and Barnabas put them in his care. Verse 24, Paul and Barnabas went through the country of Pisidia. Then they came to the country of Pamphylia. They told people the message of God in the city of Perga. And then they went down to the city of Italia. And from there, they sailed away to Antioch in Syria. This is the city where the believers had put them into God's care and sent them to do his work. Now they had finished it. Ooh, don't you want to be on your purpose journey and hear Jesus say, good job, you finished it. Like, ooh, that sounds so good. Verse 27, when Paul and Barnabas arrived, they gathered the church together. They told them everything God had used them to do. And they said, God opened a door for the non-Jewish people to believe. And they stayed there a long time with the Lord's followers. My sisters in Christ, let Acts chapter 14 be a message of encouragement to you to keep on going. Don't let quit be in your language. Like I said, you can fail. That's okay. Everybody fails. Paul got stoned to death. Clearly they failed quite a few times. (laughs) He got back up and he kept trying. He said, I am here to share the gospel of Christ with people who are outside of the Jewish church, right? And he kept trying. Even when he failed, he got kicked out. He got yelled at. He got mocked. He got made fun of. He didn't let that face him. He kept going. So on your purpose journey in your Christian business, you keep going. Let the mistakes happen. Cry about it. I give myself a good cry when I need to, but then get back up and try again. And if you're like, well, Stephanie, I actually don't even really know how to like grow my Christian business. I'm not sure what to do. Get my free Christian business toolkit by going to purposegift.com slash business kit. The link is in the description box of this video and of this episode. And if you're like, well, Steph, you know, that sounds amazing, a business and all, but honestly, I'm not quite sure if I'm a Christian. Well, if that's your story, I just want you to know you are not alone. And John 3, 16 says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. So what that means is being a Christian is trusting Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior. So if you want to make that decision today, it's very, very simple. All you got to do is say this prayer with me. You're going to say, dear Jesus, I believe that you died for my sins. 
I believe that you rose again. Today, I believe in you as my personal Lord and Savior. Sister in Christ, if you said that prayer, welcome to the kingdom. Angels are literally celebrating you right now. Your name has been written in the book of life. Nobody can take it out, my love. Get into a Bible-based church in your area and get started getting to know how good God is. He loves you so much. And when I say Bible-based church, I mean virtual because we're in a pandemic. Uh, Sisters in Christ, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you. May the Lord be gracious unto you and give you complete and total purpose over your body, mind, and soul in the name of Jesus and give you peace, mercy, and favor forever and ever. Amen.